Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. The summer run home with the Professor and Barney on SEN. Yeah, we're in the final hour of your summer run home for this Thursday. We hope you're having a fun time. We're doing it thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now and Blunston. Rotoflex, Rotoflex, I should say, by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Now, this is the time of the afternoon. It's my favourite thing It is. Do. You talk about it all the time. I say, Professor, yeah. can I please welcome the listeners on SEN Track Stations? You're doing very well. So on you go. All right, let me go. I'm going to go north to south do this it. time. Uh, so a big welcome to our uh, Queensland uh, Track Station listeners, Atherton, Darling Downs, Ingham, Kingaroy and Nanango. A big welcome to you guys. Uh, New South Wales, well, uh, I'd like to welcome, let's start with the Central Coast. Uh, then let's go to the nation's capital, Canberra. I believe Griffith is slightly south of Canberra, so welcome to you in Griffith. And, of course, a big welcome to our friends in the Illawarra. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Uh, right now, though, Professor. Yes, we have a very special guest. We certainly do. Barney, uh, now, he's got a very important title. This is the general manager of the BBL. It's a massive welcome to Alistair Dobson. Are you there, Alistair? I am. It's great to chat. Love it to chat. Hey, let me start with this. A big mm. congratulations on the season. You must be stoked. It is going so well. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been really exciting on, on a number of fronts. Obviously, a, a couple of pretty tough seasons uh, just gone and, and to, to be able to bounce back and pretty exciting cricket and, and great crowds and big TV audience has been um, really rewarding for everyone involved. Now we are heading into the pointy end now. It's it's finals time. Now, obviously the talking point with the BBL finals is the, it's, it's a different system to the rest of the professional sports uh, leagues around the country. You've gone for five teams in the finals. Can you talk one, Talk me through the structure, then talk me through the thinking. Why do the BBL think this is the best approach? Yeah, we do have a final five. So I think it starts with uh, on on Friday night, tomorrow night, fourth play fifth uh, in the first final. The winner of that will, will go through and play the third team. Um, yep. In the meantime, first play second to go through to the final. And then there's playoffs on the on the way through there. So it's, it's pretty straightforward when you map it out. I think the reason we like five at the moment is it gives it gives an opportunity for games late in the season to be to stay alive and and, uh, and stay meaningful. Uh, we think it's a good opportunity for clubs to be involved. That, that said, as part of our new media rights that you may have read about, we are reviewing the finals system and may go back to to four teams um, in in the next year or two uh, for for different reasons. But the five the five game final series has been um, has been pretty fun the past couple of years. So uh, we'll see that again over the next uh, ten days or so. Mate, I like it. I like the five team. You know what I'd say? Don't don't go back to four. If anything, seven. I'd I like, like to see that. a seven-team finals because that really sticks it to whoever's on the bottom <laughs> of the ladder at this point, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I think uh, the more finals, the better in some ways. So, yeah, no, um, we get a few different uh, models sent to us from time to time. And I haven't heard of a seven-team final series, but, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll have a look. Well, that might actually lead on from my next thing. I was thinking, let's expand the BBL. Oh, I like it. I, I, I love the BBL. I want to see more teams. There's a few different models we've thrown around. Um, obviously, I don't know if you know, uh, there is a, uh, there's a, a group up on the Gold Coast. Brett McCullen, who we spoke to uh, yesterday, is trying to get an NBL franchise on the Gold Coast, and he, he wants more professional sporting teams on the Gold Coast. What are the chances we can, we can give them a BBL team? Well, Metricon's a pretty a pretty good BBL venue. The, the Brisbane Heat play 
the odd game there. It's uh, it's pretty nice. I think you know the BBL is really the, the the soundtrack of summer. So as is the Gold Coast. So I can see uh, see a team settling in nicely on the on the Gold Coast on the beach there. I think we do have eight teams at the moment that um, that are all pretty big and, and going pretty well. So we're not we're not immediately looking for new teams, but I reckon the Gold Coast is. Uh, He's got a good venue and, and uh, lots of families out there to come to the BBL. So you never know. We'll tell Brett. We'll tell Brett that's a definite yes from the GM. We'll <laughs> tell him he's yeah. listening. What about, has there ever been any chat about joining with the Super Smish over there in New Zealand? I like Getting this. Kiwi teams across, yeah. making it a giant comp? Yes. I had to, had to listen to what you said there. Um, yeah, well, I think, um, obviously we've had, yeah, the correct. We, we've, <laughs> we've had some New Zealanders come and play this year in, in the BBL and they've added they've been great. a heap to the comp and they've, they've been great. And Colin de Grondheim's become a bit of a cult hero yes. in Adelaide. So um, the more, the more, the merrier. I think, um, yeah, that's a, it's another strong competition over there. And uh, yeah, always looking for innovative ways to bring, uh, bring others into the BBL. So we'll, we'll add that to the list as well. It's getting long. Now the international draft was great this year. Mm. Um, for all the teams and for the supporters. There is some chat about a domestic draft. Do you think this will ever happen, Alistair? Yeah, I think the overseas player draft we had was was pretty good. We we got good players in. It provided a really interesting moment in the lead-up to the season where we got lots of attention and, and talkability about the competition. I think you know, there's certainly like in the NBA and other big sports around the world, they, they use a draft um, as a really effective way, not only to, to spread the best players around the competition, but to drive lots of interest. So, you know, it's something we're looking at. We, we're working with the players um, and all our clubs at the moment on what, what the right contracting model is for, for the BBL. I think things like drafts, you see auctions in, in the IPL. So there's lots of interesting models around that I think uh, create a bit of talkability, a bit of drama and a bit of theatre. So I think there, there's some interesting ideas there. And, um, yeah, we're looking at it at the moment. Uh, now, be honest. I know you've got a history with the AFL. So um, is is that is that thrown up now just to help the stars because they've had such a shocking year? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, I, I think that yeah, they've they've certainly um, they've had better seasons, albeit they've had a pretty tough run run with some injuries. But yeah, I think ultimately you always want the opportunity every year for the team that finishes bottom to have a, a crack the next season of winning it. I think that's that underpins any any good competition. So, uh, you know, not specifically for the Stars, but I think, um, you know, they, they'd be... Uh, they're looking at their their, their list and, and reviewing the season like everyone else. But, um, yeah, they've had a pretty tough run this year. All right, Alice. So there's something I've always wanted to ask the GM of mm. the BBL. Talk me through hills or flats. Sorry, no, roofs or flats, right? Because yeah. I grew up in Sydney and it's hills or flats. And then, as in the toss yeah, well, at the start, the bat. And then somebody's written in and said in Queensland, it's mountains and rivers. Have you heard that? I've, I must admit, I've never heard of mountains and rivers. I've, I've heard of the other two. I think the bat flip's a very unique uh, element of the BBL. Uh, and, and, and again, a symbol that we that, that uh, the BBL is, is fun for kids and families. And, and we love the roofs and flats. I think... I'm a, I'm a I'm a Victorian, so I, I think it's it's always been roofs and flats. Oh, um, mate, no, it's where, where flats. I'm from. So I, <laughs> here, yeah, okay. Well, we'll um, maybe maybe we should customize it by every ground oh, and let the home team choose. That's, I like might, that. be, uh, might be a way to do it. This is now. This is the innovation we're talking about. That's a great <laughs> idea, Alistair. So each team, because um, obviously home team tosses. So you know, if it was a coin, the home team are responsible for bringing out a coin. So the home team gets their own bat that's labelled as per local custom, and then yeah, like in fl- Adelaide, it's it's vineyards or creeks. Did you know that one? <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what they say. I'm, I'm, I'm learning a bit today. I think yeah, um, yeah. I, the uh, another great way for for the BBL to teach them local culture. I guess yes. it might be a um, 
a good way to do that. Now, Alistair, the new, new rights deal, the BBL is shortening. Um, so much noise about it being too long. Uh, you're going, it's to, back to 43 games, I think. Um, is, are you guys excited about this? Do you think it's the right move going forward? Yeah, yeah, we are. I think you know, we expand. We expanded five or six years ago up to fifty-six, and at the time, it was it was the right thing for the competition. But world cricket's changed a lot since then in terms of the amount of other cricket being played and and, and the busyness of the Australian summer and WBBL in the mix as well. So, uh, going back to to forty home and away games down from fifty-six plus finals, and I think it's just going to be a, an, an opportunity for for the best players to play more and hopefully bigger crowds um, around the country as well. So it's, in, it's an exciting development from our perspective and great support from the players and the clubs in that as well. Yeah, just on that, the competitiveness of these uh, world leagues. Now, there's there's a few leagues that have got quite a bit of money kicking around that's obviously appealing, um, well, hopefully just to the overseas players, not necessarily our local players. But at, at a certain point, there are going to be local players who think they can make more money overseas. Um, is Are you looking at anything you guys can do to to outside of just the financial, to keep the players interested in coming to Australia, making sure it is uh, a tournament that they want to participate in? Yeah, I mean, obviously the financials are, are a key part of it and we're working really hard on that. But what we do hear from from players around the world is they love coming to the BBL because Australia is such a great place to play cricket with the best venues, you know, the, the best wickets, the best fans uh, and the best lifestyle. And that's not something that we we take for granted or, or we, we certainly use that when, when we're pitching to overseas players to, to come and play. And, um, you know, that's also the feedback we get. So, yeah, I think we leverage that pretty hard um, in coming in and playing in the BBL and we get great feedback. Not, you know, not um, underestimating the importance of getting the dollars right at the same time. So we've got a pretty strong competitive advantage against a lot of those uh, other leagues around the world when it comes to, to lifestyle and, and the environment they play in. And it's, it's an important one for us to, to keep building. Absolutely. Why would you want to play anywhere else, Barney? I wouldn't. You wouldn't. It's bloody great here. Now, Alistair, it's been absolutely terrific this year watching the Australian Test Stars come back into the BBL Mm. arena. And can you just be honest with us? When Stephen Smith goes and smashes a couple of hundreds and a 66 off 33 in a row, are you all high-fiving each other behind the scenes, going, this is the greatest thing ever? Well, it's been one of those seasons with, I must admit, we've been high-fiving a a reasonable amount with with lots of amazing things happening, whether it's uh, amazing cricket and centuries and high scores or, you know, even even weird things like the the ball hitting the roof or or, uh, or players catching, taking catches outside the rope have all been things that that are really, um, you know, underpin Mm. how amazing the season's been. And and the centuries or the, the innings from from Steve have been, you know, amongst that list. And I think, you know, I think the, the great thing was he, he scored one of those in, up in Coffs Harbour and the opportunity for locals to come along and see such an amazing performance so close is just another way the BBL uh, is such a big part of the Australian summer when we're not just in the big capital cities, but all around the country, you can see players like Steve Smith, uh, you know, create such, such memories. Now, is that going to be a, a priority? That's one of the things I do love for the BBL is you, you have, especially this year you got out, there's been games in regional places. I know there was a game in Albury. There's been games in, uh, like, as you said, in Coffs Harbour and all around the place. Is that something you're looking when the, the, the tournament number of games is reduced? Are you going to try and maintain that, uh, that uh, travel, basically, getting out to the regional places? Yeah, certainly a consideration. We look at those games as well, and, and it's a great opportunity to, to do that, it, it may be a little harder at, at times, depending on you know the the, the games and the schedule and, the, and the, where the teams want to play. But it'll certainly be now thinking to try and continue that footprint around the country. 
Hey, Alistair, what was the outcome of the ball hitting the roof? I know, um, as in the changing of the rule, I know that uh, Zamstagram was saying that it should be a catch that you can take with one hand. Has that rule changed? I, I didn't see what the outcome was. No, it hasn't changed yet. It's certainly been, it'll be at the top of our list when we meet post-season and discuss different rules. It's probably not one we thought we'd have on the list, yeah. uh, you mm. know, going into the season, but it's been pretty amazing. There's been so many interesting suggestions. I mean, obviously it's six at the moment. There's, it's been a dead ball in the past. There's something quite interesting in a, in a one hand off the roof. I don't, uh, you know, I think that's, you know, if, if the BBL is anything, it's innovative and prepared to, to try different things. So um, I wouldn't, wouldn't put a line through anything at the moment. It's a great opportunity for us to, to continue to sort of innovate and, and I guess uh, respond to what Sands in particular think is the right outcome. But it's pretty amazing. I reckon it's happened once in probably the first 11 seasons of the BBL and happened twice in an inning. So, you know, these, that's, that's the season we've had where, uh, where you couldn't have picked it. Um, but when it happened, it was pretty pretty interesting and, and pretty funny, to be honest. Yeah, with the new the, the power these players have and the new bats, do we need higher roofs at our stadiums? Is that something we can do? <laughs> I, I, I did hear that from, I think it might have been Adam Zamper as well, suggested we should just make the roof higher, which would be an interesting engineering exercise. But um, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's obviously unique to, to Marvel Stadium in Melbourne to have a roof, which is, which is uh, pretty... Um, pretty great facility for us but yeah it's uh i don't know what the answer is whether it's a change in the rules or a change in the stadiums but yeah the, the bats and, and the power the players have and even the stances they they get into before the ball's bowled you can see it's such a power game particularly in t20 There's a lot of baseball type stances and and and, and wide your feet wide apart so not surprising some of these things are becoming more and more more common yeah certainly now just uh before we let you go because i know we are pushed for time a um with the so the new the re- reduced uh, schedule going back to forty three games uh, that's was due to commence with the next broadcast deal although we got one year to go um, there has been talk around that you guys might start the reduced schedule from next year uh, what's the thinking around that when can we expect to see the reduced schedule yeah I think we'll get through the next ten days of, of the finals which is shaping up really nicely and and sit down with our broadcasters and our clubs and and assess what the best looking schedule is for next year i think there's a there's a fair bit of interest in bringing it forward a year obviously there's a, there's a few different elements and considerations so um don't have an answer for you on that just yet there is a there is a chance it's next year but uh, there's a little bit of work to go on that um, if we can get there. All right. Uh, Alistair, if you want Barney and I to come to that meeting with you, we've yeah. got a few ideas. So <laughs> yeah. just send us a yeah, message. Yeah, I've got your, got your number. We might oh, dial you in. Okay, that's beautiful. Fantastic. Hey, thanks for joining us, Alistair. And thanks for uh, – sorry, congratulations for a great season. Um, and we're no, just I appreciate getting, it. Any... I was just going to say we're just getting started, to be honest, because it's the exciting time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah, no, great to chat and thanks for your support. Terrific. Hey, there you go, mate. The BBL this year has been – Outstanding. How about us getting say. proper interviews, by yeah. the way? Hey, 2 a.m. Tommy. Yeah. No, Gibbo, say you. T- yes, oh, Gibbo. No, great work, Tommy, to get that. But you guys were a little bit nervous, I feel. Yeah. Tommy, what did there you There were a little bit of jitters in their yeah. questions, but hey. You guys did a really, really good job. Good, really we're, all good about stuff, posit- we're all about positivity today. Yeah, right. Congratulations, boys. I, I just didn't know how silly we could go. No, and we were treading the line, mm. and uh, but Alistair went with us, and that's great. Yeah, uh, he... <laughs> He, he didn't enjoy explaining the final structure. No. So then there's more games along there the way. Is. You yeah. should have put him on spot saying, all right, game by game, game by game, give me the names. Well, I thought about that, but then I thought it was nice enough to give us the time. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. I am a bit of a BBL fan. so yes. And I'd like a job there, Alistair, if you're yeah. listening. And we, we do want to dial into that meeting. So uh, oh, that wasn't a joke. Got to keep him on. So I, Everything else was joke. So are we, so are we tipping a Sydney smash em final? 
I, I, so. I think it's just Scorchers sixes, to be honest. They're so far ahead of everybody else. Mm. Like, to be to be honest, the, yeah. the justified final is Scorchers sixes, and it's probably played in WA as much as oh. our man Socky would hate to hear that. Scorchers have sort of been – they have been the most consistent, the, the form team of the summer, you'd say. So they probably deserve it, but let's hope they don't get it, eh? But we've got Steve Smith for that first final. Yes. So Don't have him for the final, though. No, but you, well, as long as he makes it so it's at the SCG. Yes. Mm. Now, something you pointed out the other day, Gibbo. Oh, those, those two. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no I, got, I, something I got that looked at. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Was it um, a freckle? Oh, yes. Well, yes. Uh, okay, yeah. It's a along. freckle. It's, some yeah. people call it a freckle. Mm. <laughs> um, my, uh, you said that the difference between the Coffs Harbour crowd catching oh. and the SCG catching for Steve Smith's 200s was absolutely... Night and day, wasn't it? Night and day. I feel like at most of the grounds this year, we've seen some really poor fielding by the crowds. Yep. But I'm not sure if it's because the, I think the last time we played up in Coffs Harbour, it rained out and there were about five overs played. So what I reckon, if most of the people who were there, they were hungry for a crowd catch. They've been catch, they've been doing catching practice in between. Yep. Exactly right. And so I'm not sure that we went up there for COVID times. Look, the, the numbers are a bit off, but I reckon what's happened here, they've been hungry, lots of practice. And when they knew they got their opportunity, they saw Steve Smith. Oh, that's going to be a hundred. There's going to be plenty of sixes. And the catching was phenomenal. The SCG, we did see a couple, but oh, I think we need a lift, guys. Do you have a crazy catch? Do I have a crazy catch? Yeah. Do you uh, know the training? The no, no. Do you know the training thing that you get? Oh, yeah. You yeah. throw it. Yeah. I've got one. Barney, you came over to my house one day. Yeah, yeah. And we had a full-on crazy catch session. No, I, I don't have one in my backyard. It's so much fun. We, maybe we could... We'll come around to yours. Well, you know where I live, apparently. Mm. Well, at 8.30, you're not home, so... Come around at 8. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just leave the crazy catch out. Yeah. Gibbo and his mates will be there when you get home. It's, yeah. it's just in the garage. Just pop mm. through and then just mm. get it out. And we'll often take it across the road to the park. Yeah, well, that just, boat, it's a bit hard to get past that massive boat you've got in that's there. Not, that's not my boat. Who's, oh, the, no, the, he was out on his boat. Yeah. That's the, that's <laughs> the dinghy. That's my son's boat. Yeah. That's the little one. Uh, now, the PBL table, as I said before, you've got Perth Scorchers into Sydney Sixers, into the mm. Melbourne Renegades, into the Sydney Thunder, into the Brisbane Heat. I'd have to say people of South Australia probably do feel, and I guess Tasmania feel a little bit ripped oh, off. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Two very good sides. They they said before the Australian Test players coming back, they, they were looking really good. The Adelaide Strikers, they came off that uh, win against the Hobart Hurricanes. They got Travis Head and Alex Carey, who have proven big bash performers, and they... I don't want to say choked. And Travis had stunk it up this big oh, Yeah, season. he did. And, oh. they had, and to go on home, they had the he big scored, house. He scored yeah. 19. He's usually very fast in test cricket. He scored 19 off 32 the other oh, night. Oh, that's – we interviewed him and brought that up. Yeah. Man, and then, filthy. Oh, the did curse. You talk to Travis the curse. Head? We did. What did you say to Travis I, I just said, you know, you've been scoring run a ball – at, uh, <laughs> in tests, so you're finally going to pull your finger out when you get to the oh BBL. Yeah, I should cursed. not have. I should and not he, have. He goes, oh, how funny would that yeah. be if I went back and couldn't score any runs? Are oh, you fair, Income? Yeah, that he, he said did. that. He did. Can I just say though, David Warner has seriously stunk it up. He's terrible, thunder. mate. He's been good around the group. Oh, we yeah, talked yeah. to Chris Green. He's well, good. I good mean, vibes. And Chris Green was able to now put stuff back on him, which is awesome. But I mean, mm. isn't besides that, the, that 200. Isn't that the party line though, right? They probably What's got that? everybody together and said, if anybody asks you about Dave, yeah. just tell them that he's good around the group. I think yeah, that they've every... told every single BBL team that. If anyone gets asked a question, oh, he's a great competitor, great guy. Worth every dollar. Worth every mm. dollar. 
We could probably do like how much because he was what I think it was one hundred fifty or three hundred fifty thousand dollars for these games. It was seven hundred for two years, I think. Oh, okay. So, I just still can't <laughs> oh, believe. Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's three fifty one. Yeah. I still can't believe he got the man of the series <laughs> against South Africa. Yeah, one. You didn't think he should. Oh no. Who would you have given it to? Travis Head or Cameron Green? Okay. Marco mm. Jansen. Okay. Maybe because he was tall. Okay. He was. Yeah, Barney, who would you have given it to? Uh, oh, Tunis De Bruyne. Oh, great name. And, yeah, I know. you know, topical too. And he went home early. Oh. So. I like it. I like it. Hey, that music means... The Billy that... Slater of the whole thing. Why, fly didn't kicked pl- people? Didn't play all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Still get the yeah, old remember that one, Billy yeah. Slater? He's not that good, it's Queensland he? bias once again. Hello to all our Queensland listeners. We do, uh, we love Queensland. We just don't like yeah. people that play for Melbourne. Very simple. It's a simple... Simple theory. All right. We've got plenty more show to come after the break. We are going to be crossing to Brett Phillips down there in Melbourne Park. It's the last time, Barney. Oh, it's, I'm nervous. You want to hear nerves? Now I'm nervous. Apparently BP is super pumped. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. The Summer Run Home with The Professor and Barney on SEN. Yes, you are on The Summer Run Home with uh, James and Andrew. Uh, thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, it's in stock now. And Rotoflex by Blundstone. Stability meets the freedom to move. Uh, Barney, just a quick ferry race update. Yes. Um, it is the uh, 26th of January, which means... The race, the ferry race takes place in Sydney Harbour. Yes. Uh, have you got any updates as to which ferry won? It was a, look, it was a packed field. Catherine Hamlin, the Fred Hollows, the Victor Chang, the Pemelway, uh, the Bungaree and the May Gibbs all participated. And they all raced valiantly. Yep. But Ferry McFerryface got it at the end. So Every year. Yeah. Ferry McFerryface. He's the best. Hey, uh, what was the conditions like out there on the ferry race today? Did you see, was it choppy? Was uh, it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said it was. Uh, it's. It's. A, there's a breeze. I okay. mean, it's not. It's not uh, overly choppy. Really not. Especially the bigger ferries. Uh, not bothering them uh, so much. Maybe your river cats. Um, were they allowed to participate? Right. And the um, international entrance today. The ferries that had come out from other countries. I know there was. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. the Portuguese ferry. There was the Portuguese uh, ferio. Yep. How did he go? Uh, look, I held it at the wrong time of day, to be honest. So Have they, they not switched? No, they're, to... they're, they're, they're all messed up, to be honest. Oh, well, um, that'll happen. What other, uh, if there's other events that take place today. There's normally uh, planes that fly over. We heard a big, scary plane today. Was that a flyover or was somebody invading? Do you know? Uh, I believe I believe we are still a free country. So I'm going to okay. just go, that was the Australian Air Force doing their thing uh, to show everyone uh, hey guys, we're still here. Wave the wings. And do you still take part in thong throwing? Uh, yes. Because you were. How long ago were you champion of uh, uh, of the Shire? You know, I don't like to talk about it. Thong throwing. Um, I have. I've participated in thong throwing many a time. Um, I actually controversially was disqualified the last thong throw I was I was involved in because I was I was doing the. You know, you get the elastic band and you pull it back on one thumb. They said you can't. You wrong, can't. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wrong thongs. Well, no, that was thong, the, that was the thong, event thong. I was in. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you meant G, you were doing G-strings. Yeah, we you were. were pulling it. Right, you were we in were. a different Sorry. one. Is there a different event? No, well, I, I tend to do the thongs throwing 
uh, I throw uh, like double pluggers. Oh, you're at the family picnic. I am. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, just as we go to, uh, we're about to, to go to Luke Gatehouse. I know you're a big dish liquor fan, and um, yeah, and you don't mind the dogs either. Um, but we're going to be crossing to him to get some updates. The last time you went to the Greyhounds, Barney, mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Yep. What What were you wearing? What were you doing? Did Did Do you still take the kids every Wednesday? Oh, not every Wednesday. Um, obviously during the school term, it gets gets a bit uh, gets a bit tired because my kids want to stay until the last race. You know, yeah, they're, they're purists, and uh, so it, it it does get a bit much during school term. But yeah, during the holidays, we do try to get out to the races. A That's bit. fantastic. Um, and do your boys? How much do they gamble these days? Your children? Uh well, it's well, it's obviously you know their child, their children, so they. They have to learn to gamble responsibly. Um, so, gotta teach um, them early, mate. We just give them a percentage of their pocket money, um, and they That's gamble it. with. Mo- so this is the thing: they're not allowed to go to a tab or a bookie or whatever. Yes. So I just sort of have little friendly bets with them for chores, oh, sort of thing. You know what I mean? That's great. Hey, uh, we will be chatting to Luke Gatehouse soon. Mm. He'll be giving us all the tips we need. Barney, is a brand new time for a brand new segment oh, on, on the show. I love a new one. It's called restaurants the professor would like to visit at some point. And, Ooh, snappy uh, name. It is. Uh, do we have the sting made, Gibbo? <laughs> that is accurate to you when sorry, you... Sorry, sorry about that. I, 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 I love a... <laughs> The other one's more accurate it when is. you try new food, to be honest. It is. So this this is restaurants the professor would like to visit before he dies. Uh, I'm going to read this to you. This is an article that appeared in news.com.au. Uh, I don't know. News.com.au. Did they call the police? I'm not sure whether a place, uh, police were called. Widow reacts as dead husband seen in video eating at Indian restaurant. A widow who claims she saw her late husband in a restaurant's promo video allegedly filmed last week has insisted there was a, sm- a mistake. Lucy Watson, 59, was convinced it must be old footage showing distinctive Harry Doherty, you know, has a, who died nine years ago. H-Dot. She cooked up a storm yesterday on Facebook. Uh, the place is called the Spice Cottage in Chichester, West Sussex. Mm. They do great uh, chicken chicken tikka masala. Um I've been asked to put this on hold. This is a seriously good restaurant if it can bring a dead husband back to life. Mate, you wait for the end of this. The story's (laughs) amazing. All right. You know who we need to bring in on this? (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Barney, you want to introduce him? Yeah, we're crossing down to Melbourne for our man. This has been the highlight of the last uh, last two weeks on radio. Uh, Our man on the ground at the AO. It's BP. Brett Phillips, are you there? Look, I am, guys. I know I've been talking to you from the bunker, but I thought I'd better come out to uh, just the, the, the general public and just find out what happens outside of my cocoon. It's, it's like another world out here. I've never experienced this. People whining and dining near me. Uh, there's bands playing just over to my left here. There's the beach club. There's people just, it's like they're down at St Kilda Beach. I have no idea that this stuff even goes on at the Australian Open. I need to become a fan just for... Just for one Australian Open, I might do it at some stage. Now, Brett, is it hard for you to walk through the public like that? Are, are there still people grabbing you for photos and yelling out BP, BP, and you know, just just wanting to yeah. grab you? Is it still happening? No, you're spot on there. It's uh, extremely difficult, and uh, look, you've just got to uh, <laughs> wear a bit of a disguise yeah. to, to get through, and uh, because you know, it's, look, the crowds are heaving here. So yes, you you, you do get stopped uh, quite a bit. I, look, I have to admit that. Yeah, BP, 
uh, thank you for taking the call because I know when you are in public, often what gives you away when you're in your disguise um, is your voice. Because yeah, you've got that distinctive voice. voice. A lot of people must be sitting around going, is that whispering Brett I yeah. hear? And then, and then they, they turn around, they see you, they'll see through a disguise. Mate, um, what have you sampled out there in the outer field? Have you, have you managed to grab yourself a, a, a cold one or uh, is there a, a – uh, have you gone to the beach club and just, you know, taken the shoes off and, and had the, the feet in the sand? <laughs> Well, I, I would love to do that, to be totally honest. But, uh, you know, we're going to put on the uh, the calling shoes uh, tonight on uh, SEM. But maybe on the weekend, you know, I'll get out there and have a little, uh, a nice little quiet ale to round out uh, the tournament. But I don't think I'll be doing this till I'm in my 70s. So I think one year I'm going to come here and just wine and dine and do it in style. No doubt about that. Yeah, mate, you did point uh, to, you did point towards you're going to get out there on the weekend, relax a bit. Now, obviously, um, there's a lot of tennis to come that we're at the pointy end, but you know, you would have one eye. The the work you've done over the last two weeks, you would have one eye towards Monday when you, you, you're done, your duties are done for another year and you get to really cut loose. What is Brett Phillips's Mad Monday after the Australian <laughs> Open like? What do you get up to, mate? Well, I'll probably disappear for about uh, three days, uh, phone off, and um, look, we'll just hit, uh, you know, I might, I might have, uh, you know what, chance? Maybe a throwback. Maybe a throwback to the, the younger days when, yeah, uh, you know, bourbon and coke, Ooh. one dollar. Oh, I had a dollar for a bourbon and coke. Remember that when I was young. Oh, jeez. Good, Good days. What, now, you, obviously, days. You, you love your tennis and you love your bourbon and coke. Mm. Is there what, what do you what is is there another sport that's a passion or is there another passion for BP? Yeah, well, I uh, obviously yeah, I do the footy as well. Um, that's my job during the winter, calling the footy and. Love my footy. You can't you can't not love your footy. Being from this town, <laughs> people look at you odd if you don't follow the footy. But um, yeah, and, and cricket was uh, was my other sport. Tennis has sort of replaced cricket a bit, and I think that's because of the demise of the West Indies. I just sort of went off uh, cricket. That's who I grew up with uh, when they were dominant, even against the Aussies. Uh, I actually went to the two thousand and seven Cricket World Cup over in the Caribbean, which I've got to say was the highlight of oh, my wow. life. Uh, like the world just stopped for about uh, four weeks. That's how slow motion <laughs> it is over there. Now, BP, when you say footy, do you mean the Super Rugby, the mighty Melbourne Rebels? I, no, AFL. Oh, 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 I thought you were God. a Storms man. <laughs> <laughs> who is who is your AFL team, BP? Well, they actually passed away, uh, Fitzroy. Oh, uh, they, they became the became the Brisbane Lions, but it didn't. Um, it didn't really sit that well with me. So I've been a nomad since, what, 1996. Well, have a big hello to all our SENQ listeners you're talking to right now uh, up there in Brisbane. <laughs> no, I love, I love the Brisbane Lions. Like, they're great value. I just I couldn't quite jump on. There was just not enough Fitzroy in it for me. That's just a personal opinion. But, oh, look, the footy's, yeah, the footy's still, uh, still great down here. And Look, I might support Tasmania, actually. If they eventually get the nod, I reckon I'll support Tassie. I like it. Now, you spoke earlier in the week about how you go to Indian Wells every year. Do you make that a big American vacation? Do you go to all the American sport? Do you go to, like, Disneyland, you know, Knott's Berry Farm? Yeah, look, I've always taken in some sport in and around the tennis. Uh, Been to see the Dodgers in LA, which was uh, a good day. The great thing about the baseball is you can go and queue up for a hot dog and a beer and you come back and we're still at the bottom of the ninth innings at 7-2. That's what I love about uh, the baseball and... Yeah, the Staples Centre for the, the Lakers, they're, they're there, the ice hockey 
if I was recommending the sport to go and see, if you only had one you could pick, I'd almost pick the ice hockey. Uh, I think it's absolutely brilliant to watch up close. Ice hockey. I would, I ice hockey is amazing to watch. You know, ice hockey players, mm. BP, on average, they're only on the ice for 45 seconds at a time. So when you watch the ice hockey... That, yes? Yes. It's fascinating, isn't it? That, that, that's what fascinated me going there live. I was so fixated on all the rotations coming on and off that it was just so seamless. Uh, it, was, it actually distracted me from uh, watching the game. This feels like this is your life tonight. I like it. Yeah, BP, just uh, if you are into the ice hockey, can I make a suggestion um, for real spectacles is proper hockey, the real oh, stuff. Uh, have you followed the, the World mm. Cup that's been on in India at the moment? Uh, our kookaburras, are, uh, they're about to go into a semi-final <laughs> against Germany. Right. Well, you, you provide me with a sport update, please, because in the month of January, let me tell you, I have no idea what's happening in the world of sport apart from the tennis. So uh, fill me in, please. Well, mate, the kookaburras are looking good. Germany have just beaten uh, beaten England overnight, mate. And if I can recommend, get out to a get out to a good hockey uh, oh, match. Boys, 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 you've got 10 seconds left with BP. Come on. Let's... Oh, shit. Uh, the tennis. Is there any tennis on BP? Is anybody playing? <laughs> Yeah, women's semis uh, tonight, boys. Obviously, we'll bring that live uh, on um, 11.70. Going to be a terrific night. Uh, Azarenka and uh, Ryan Buckinger and then, uh, yeah, Sabalenka and Lynette. So, yeah, should be a couple of crackers. Thank you very much, BP. You're playing us off, Gibbo. BP, honestly, it's been an absolute delight to chat to you every day. Um, Been a highlight, mate. It has. We're going to miss it. And we will be listening tonight, mate. Go well for the rest of the call. Thanks for giving us tomorrow Arvo off, too. You're calling a semi-final, so we don't have to do a show. (laughs) Nah, great stuff. Love chatting to you guys. It was uh, yeah, good fun. We'll do it again. Lovely to get to know you, BP. God, he's a champion, isn't he? What a champion. What? Oh, mate. Beautiful song. Who is this? Is it? Hang on. Is it Shannon Knoll? Shannon Knoll. No. Jesus. Oh. Is it? Is it? I think no, it is. No, it's not Shannon No, you are. Uh, not? Oh, Mariah Carey. Is it Mariah Carey? No, no it's, it's Coldplay. Oh. Yeah, no, that's Chris not. Martin. It's not Coldplay. Yeah, it is. This is Boomtown Rats. Is it? Oh, no, it's not. It's yes. not Bob Geldof. That's Bob Geldof. Is he the lead singer of Boomtown? Yes. No, he's Snow Beautiful Patrol. Beautiful falsetto. Is it? No, this is a good Australian artist on the 26th oh. of January. Okay. Oh, is this oh. this new one? This is going to be Triple J Hottest 100. It is. It's it is. To- so it's this... they, they pick this. Who is it? Oh, God. Just listen, you'll know. Oh, Tones and I. Lord. <laughs> Lord. Lord's not an Aussie. Oh, is it? Really? Is he not? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all music right. all the time so, here on um, SEN. So, um, Mrs. Watson told Mail Online. <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, so we're back to the, the Indian yeah, restaurant. Yeah. The yep. moment I saw the thing, I thought, oh, my God, that's Harry. Oh, my God, I thought, that's Harry. It's bloody Harry. I was so, it was so instant. I didn't even have to think. He'd be eating a chicken korma because that's all he ever ate. Well, maybe, was, maybe that's why he passed away nine years ago. Come on, vary your diet, mate. There was no... Uh, have we got another call? Mate, I'm in the middle of a bloody... Oh, I'm no, this is Indian. a good one. This is a good oh. one. This is our favourite hour. We do, we're following BP with our we're, man. I'm in the middle of my Indian restaurant story. <laughs> mate, we're back to talking... Uh, okay. We're talking dish I'm getting this done today, boys. Because we're crossing to Brisbane... Uh, because it's time now for the Brisbane Greyhounds update with Luke Gatehouse. Thanks to our partners, Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Uh, they do great things up there at Albion Park. Luke, how are you? Uh, and how's your day been, mate? Fantastic, guys. We've had a, a great day in the lead-up to our big night. We uh, 
very hot up here today, hot and humid, and we've got our eyes on the radar at the moment because there's a bit of weather to the uh, southwest of us. So just makes for a bit of fun and games on Australia Day for us. Fantastic. Now, Luke, it is the pointy end of the Golden Grey Summer Carnival. Am I right in that? It certainly is. The final two weeks and uh, looking forward to it because we're all getting a bit tired. Golden Greys, that's what my uh, my parents and their friends refer to themselves as when they travel as a group, the Golden Greys. Uh, is it is it a seniors' night or does that refer to the uh, Greyhounds? No, the the whole carnival is the, the golden theme. So, you know, we've had the the gold uh, golden ticket last week. We've had the uh, gold bullion gold cup coming up over the next two weeks. We've had the golden sand. So basically the whole carnival has a has a golden thing around it and uh, you know, we're racing for gold. Now, Luke, what happened last week at the golden ticket? Talk us through it. Oh, drama, 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 drama boys. That's why so, we go to the dish leaders, uh, though. Four match races, so yeah. head-to-head yep. match races that we talked about last week, came out and we had two dogs record at the same time. You wouldn't believe it. 29.52 what? Uh, with the two times that Scrottle and Joe's Jay both ran. Holy yeah, so uh, there's only one golden ticket, so it was declared a dead heat the race, um, but we had to then do a draw, a ballot to see who got the ticket through to the big final, and we had two envelopes in the box, and the envelope that was picked out was J is J, and it was uh, broadcast live across Australia, and uh, plenty of drama and uh, plenty of excitement and tears because a, a good story about J is J that we'll talk about next week. Well, wow, good Way tease. To tease. <laughs> That's a great tease, Luke. Don't tease you. You ring them back next week. Oh, bloody hell, Luke. Luke. <laughs> You're leaving them on. They're on tender hooks at the moment, mate. Uh, let's look ahead to tonight. You've got the big uh, big party tonight, plenty of action on and off the track. What's going on? Yeah, so we've got uh, two heats of the Group 3 Gold Cup. Their race is two and three. We've got five heats of the Group 1 Gold Bullion. And off the track, we've got our Australia Day Beach Party and uh, Brooke Supple who's one of our favourite performers here. She'll be playing live music between the races. And we've got a uh, Hit the Stunts competition for Australia Day. And we've got three $100 vouchers to Paces and Chases, our number one restaurant here at Albion Park, to give away to the first three people who can hit the stumps that we've got down on the lawn. They've got to use a ball and there's no underarms because that's just not Australian. It's not cricket. Hit the stumps competition. I like this. Are you, now, we talked to you about uh, getting some tennis courts built in the middle there. Maybe we could uh, – can we get a BBL game over there too, a drop-in pitch, put some turf over top well, of those tennis courts enough, you're building? <laughs> we, we've got Alan Borderfield straight over the back fence from Albion Park. Um, so we, we have a bit of build BBL action uh, during the summer over the back. So it's, uh, it's a good place to be, this precinct. Mate, have you got any tips for us tonight, though, looking forward to the dogs? Yeah, I've got two. We only copped one out of three last week with our winners, so I had some disappointing texts come through, but we might get two out of two tonight. Race four, dog two, Orchestrate. He won our Group 1 Brisbane Cup during the winter, and he's back for the gold bullion tonight. And race six, number four, Springtime Jet, who's come through that match race series as well. And you know He finished fourth in the series, and he was point one of a second behind the two winners, so that's how well he goes. Been straight to the front tonight again. Beautiful. Great to chat to you, Luke. Um, good luck with all of that, um, and I'm, we'll chat to you next week for the end of that story. I, I can't bloody wait. Yep. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be like the Curry story, boys. you just got to keep people waiting for it. Thank you for bringing that up. Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Visit brisgrays.com. <laughs>
for all function and event information. Anyway, so Harry was a big distinctive man. He <laughs> he had white hair, right? His build and glasses are distinctive. I uh, recognise Usually this is where we get a market update. So can oh, I get mate, odds? Can I, finish can I get Indian? odds on you finishing this story? Oh, all right, okay. No, we'll come back to that. You do the okay. Time now for a market update. Thanks to Sportsbet. Try Sportsbet. Bet with mates. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. One 858 858 Today we're going to cross live to Andrew Barnett. Yes. Uh, well, look, looking forward to the Australian Open action tonight. Women's semi-finals. <laughs> Elena Rabakina and Victoria Azarenka. Uh, well, Azarenka is sitting at two dollars seventy-eight. There, the uh, outsider, and uh, not sure what Rabakina is. Uh, maybe they've stopped the market on her. Um, Sabalenka versus a, yeah. Lynette. Uh, Sabalenka, the uh, well, she's the hot favourite. Dollar twenty-one. She's paying where Lynette four dollars forty-five. Um, women's futures uh, for taking out. The oh whole no, thing. I, I have to remember with Shawnee. We then oh, do yeah, some yeah. chit chat back and forth. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> great odds there. Uh, what do you got in women's futures, Barney? Well, funny you ask, Professor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Ariana Sabalenka. She's two dollars twenty to take out the whole thing. She's the favourite, uh, right back, and not far behind at two dollars fifty. Azarenka, the sentimental favourite, is a bit of an outsider at five dollars. And Lynette, well, she's representing real value at eleven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Great one. Yeah. Uh, hey, Shawnee slash Barney. Yeah. Hey, we've been, you know, waxing lyrically about the under-19s women's T20 World Cup in the cricket. Yep. Uh, what have you got for us? Australia topped their group. They are looking the goods, but I oh, wouldn't rule out the, the English. No. No, either would I. Either would I. Gee, Shawnee's good at patting while he Googles. Um, so he why is. do you watch so much Women's World Cup? All because the channel on my uh, the ch- the down button on my TV doesn't work, so I can only watch the one channel. <laughs> oh, so you're uh, stuck on the under 19s. No, no, it's it's, uh, it's a 504. Fox I Cricket, it is. yeah, Fox Cricket. Uh, more. Good channel to be stuck on. Oh, it's awesome, yeah, but it's yeah. just it's not. 504 great. is Fox Footy. 501 is Fox Cricket. No, no, but I've got the Fox Cricket more, so it's not. It's, 505. Uh, so it's four <laughs> plus the one. It's 505. Sorry, oh, my mistake. Oh, must be yes. So it's great when there's live sport on, but I'm just watching reruns of Cricket Legends with Brian Lara. Oh, hey, it's, that's It's an good. awesome episode, but once you've seen it 54 times, it's a bit repetitive. Barney, can mm. I ask you for the odds on Star Wars trivia at the Sporting Globe? <laughs> yep. Um, Go through. I'll give you the odds for Trivia Newton-John. They're paying $1.80. Um, they're, they're the defending champs, Professor. Oh, are they're, they? they're prohibitive favourites. Um, the uh, she's the fastest. <laughs> she's the fastest. She's the fastest. If I just look, actually, they there's been a bit of money around for the she's the fastest. They were ten dollars fifty this morning, but they've they've tightened a little into nine dollars eighty. Lay Trivalabas. Lay Trivalaba. Yeah, oh, one of the best names in uh, in trivia. Obviously, the the musical fans there. Um, they are solid at about seven fifty, and. Um, Mad Rooters. Mad Rooters. Uh, Mad Rooters. Well, they're usually a short thing, but uh, they're not the favourites tonight. They're paying three dollars, but uh, only a bit of value there for that's Mad Rooters. All right, hey, that's uh, that was a sports bet update. Try sports bet. Bet with mates. Start a group and build a multi together. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Anyway, so she thought it was her husband in this yep. old video. So she asked him. <laughs> when it was filmed before the internet went crazy, it, it annoyed me because they wrote back straight away, it was last week. I'm weak. I'm totally what? bemused by the response. I don't understand how people have picked it up in the way that it has, to be quite honest, and all these crazy theories. Harry was seriously ill in hospital during the months before he died in 2014. Mm. Uh, he never made it. He was due for a liver transplant. All the oh, chicken korma. Harry. 
He died. Lucy commented on the video, how old is the footage? My late husband and his son are on the first shot and he died in 2014. The restaurant quickly responded, hi, Lucy, sorry to hear this. This footage was recorded last week. One woman wrote, we need an update. Was his body ever found or just a canoe? She was referring to John Darwin, <laughs> who went missing in 2002. Next Very person good. wrote, he wasn't dead. He was just in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> Which, this is this is the stuff we want to see on the text right. line, all right? To which another comment said, curry so good, this lady's late husband came back to life for it. Another person yeah, wrote, nice. all you non-believers think this lady is alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, another one wrote, maybe he was Vindaloo all this time. How many of them were Lundy just commenting? <laughs> They're all Lundy. And then finally somebody wrote, what a saga. That Mate, is. That so is. I've been trying to get this. On our radio show for four days. Great way to finish the week, mm. Professor. It's been a wonderful week. That's um, what we'd like to see on the text. Speaking of text, we've got a few yes, coming in. Yeah. Lundy is actually getting uh, getting active. He says he thought Gibbo was the crazy catch. You are oh, a crazy you catch. Are, oh, you are. Definitely crazy. Right. Um, uh, Lundy also, he, a bit before that, he said, just tuning in, boys, what did I miss? Uh, well, <laughs> a whole lot. Great <laughs> chat with the GM of the BBL. Yes. Ben Gardner. Ben Gardner. He, uh, Chris Green. Coach, yeah. coach of the uh, New Zealand Maoris team. Yes. Uh, who else did we chat? Chris, Chris Green. Green. Chris New Green. Thunder, oh, Thunder captain. <laughs> um, we did a cross to Andrew Barnett from Sportsbet. Yes. Oh, that was for a month. Oh, that was a <laughs> month. I think Lundy was rad for that one because <laughs> he's just texted Mad Rooters. Mad Rooters are a good team. <laughs> yep. Um, and good luck to them tonight. Yes. They, oh, God, they haven't been that great lately. No. Um, you know what, though? I think, yeah. you know, with uh, Trevor Newton-John, mm-hmm. I think they've – I know that a couple of them don't mind a January 26 barbecue and may have been on the sauce for a little while. So, you know what? They mightn't be at their best. Uh, Lundy also asks, aren't you guys on tomorrow? No, we're not because tomorrow you will have AO Radio, SEN uh, coverage of the tennis with – Brett Phillips, you'll enjoy that. We will be listening at home uh, with the sound down on the telly, just listening to whispering Brett Phillips. We will. Now, the show is coming to a close. I don't think we have long here, so just one word answers as to what you're doing uh, in the next couple of days. Drinking. Drinking. Not. Oh. Much. (laughs) (laughs) Crying. All right. (laughs) We'll speak and see you later.